0: Around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've
1: been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man deserts Bearman, man i breathe the mountain air man I travel i've had my share man i've been everywhere
0: get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025 that's 1-800-387-8025 or email the show at info at RudyMaxa.com. and now the savvy traveler himself rudy maxa
2: welcome aboard hey it's the first real weekend of january if you're listening to the radio right now you've Made it through the holidays intact. Congratulations. I'm your genial travel radio show host, Rudy Maxa, and almost anywhere in the U.S. this weekend, it's hard to believe we're in the dead of winter. New Englanders are looking for snow as our residents of Colorado, Utah, and elsewhere, where skiing and snowboarding are supposed to be big business this time of year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Temps hit uh, a record-breaking 45 degrees right here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, where I live on Friday. But if you're headed this way to the north shore of Minnesota, do stop in for a libation at the Blue Ice Bar and Lounge at the Grand Superior Lodge in Lake Superior, or on Lake Superior, in Two Harbors, Minnesota. You'll find a 14-foot ice replica of the Split Rock Lighthouse, seven other lighthouses carved out in ice at the bar, part of the 60,000 pounds of ice that were used to make the bar which is infused with a blue light. Now, it's only 39 degrees in two harbors in Minnesota on Friday afternoon, but nighttime temps are in the high teens, so the bar should be standing when you get there. We're going to focus on winter during a couple of our guest segments over the next two hours. This is Learn to Ski and Snowboard Month, after all. And beginning in about 20 minutes with uh, uh, our guest, Mary Jo Torella, she's going to bring us news of a couple of resorts where your equipment rental is free this month if you buy a package of lessons we'll visit with the restaurant critic for the philadelphia Inquirer to learn what makes a good philly cheesecake what makes a bad one and where to find the former craig laban is the restaurant critic he knows the answer he's happy to share it with us and if luxury hotels are a leading indicator of an economic recovery well we're in good shape peter tarlo of tourism and more in texas says luxury is hard to define but he's got some ideas on the subject uh, in a moment, we're going to learn where the hottest destinations for travel this coming year are, as well as where you can find the best prices. But first, a quick look at the news and travel. For, for months now, the European Union has been planning to charge the world's airlines a fee for carbon emissions. Now, this plan has drawn howls of protests from airlines who say they only account for about 3% of the world's carbon emissions. And at least in the U.S., airlines have been speeding up the purchase of new, more efficient, and less polluting aircraft. Doesn't matter. plan went into effect this week. And the effect was immediate for passengers buying tickets on United Continental, that's United slash Continental, all one airline now, U.S. Airways and Delta, all of which added a $3 surcharge on one-way tickets to Europe. This came at a time when passengers were already paying surcharges for higher fuel costs on international flights. Uh, Airlines fought the emissions surcharge in the EU's court, arguing that this is just a tax since there's no requirement the money be used to aid the environment. Well, the airlines lost. For their part, listen to this, Chinese airlines said they're not going to pay anything toward the carbon emission plan, to which the European Commission said any airline that doesn't comply with the European Union scheme will be banned from European airspace. China versus Europe. This should be interesting. Crystal Cruises is joining the competition and changing its rules. From now on, all gratuities and beverages will be included in the fare. Passengers pay. Crystal was one of the last of the major cruise lines to levy both charges separately instead of folding them into the basic fare. Cruise Line says it's already seen a jump in bookings for 2012. Shore excursions, spa treatments, and the like are still priced separately. Paul Motter frequently joins us on the show to examine and explain the cruise industry and his blog posting at cruisemates.com this week generally applauded the move. Paul, by the way, says Crystal is at the top of his list for favorite cruise lines, and coming from him, that's quite a compliment. Well, the beginning of the year is an appropriate time to pull out the crystal ball of travel, see what's on the horizon. Uh, Janine Tornatore, do I have it right, Janine? Yeah,
3: Janine Tornatore.
2: Tornator, you do not pronounce E in the end, I'm sorry, Tornator is the senior travel editor with Orbitz.com. Uh, that company's got a whole lot of travel stats at its fingertips. She joins us today to take a look at where 2012 hotspots might be and where we might find the best deals this year. Nice to have you back on the show, Janine.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me.
2: All right, let's start with that first one. 2012 hotspots, what, what are going to be some favorite destinations this new year?
3: Well, we've got three on the top of our list. London makes the top of the list. Obviously, they're hosting the Summer Olympics come July. They're also hosting the Queen's Jubilee in June, celebrating her 60th year as a rain. So we think that, you know, both of those will be drawing a lot of athletes, spectators, and the Queen's Jubilee should be drawing a lot of fans and watchers of the royal family as well. Okay. Uh, Austin is on our list. Uh, Austin, come November, is going to be hosting the first U.S. Formula One Grand Prix. So they've been known as, you know, an entertainment mecca in the South and for their South by Southwest and all of their nightlife and great bars. And now they're kind of entering into the sports scene with the first Formula One race. And that should draw a lot of uh, fans of Formula One through, not just throughout the U.S., but throughout the world because it's such a world sport.
2: And if you're thinking of going to the South by Southwest Festival, that's March 9th to the 18th. Better make hotel reservations fast if there are any rooms left. Right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. That's coming up quickly upon us, and that is such a big event that it probably if you haven't already made reservations, you know you, there's not going to be a ton left. But um, you certainly need to check that out sooner than later. All right, so we got
2: um, London, we got Austin. You have one more, I know.
3: We've got Chicago. Um, mm. Chicago, you know, it's a world-renowned city. In its I love, own that, right. city. I it's love a that city. I love that city. It's a great city. It's my home home city. Um, but they're going to be hosting two high-profile world, world events this year. They're going to be hosting the G8 Summit, so there's there going to be lots of world dignitaries coming in town for this, and that's in May. Um, and then they're also going to be hosting the World Summit of Nobel Peace Laureates in April. Uh, so kind of gives to set Chicago at the center of the world scene this year, and then for sports fans, come September, they're hosting the Ryder Cup as well.
2: Wow. I love Chicago. That's a great city. I think even, I mean, except the coldest days in winter, it's a fabulous place to walk along the Magnificent Mile. It's just a great place. You also have three uh, destinations that you call sure bets for deals where you think prices will be lower than general for visitors.
3: We do. San Diego makes the list. Uh, You know, their convention business has continued to grow, but they still haven't quite reached the peak levels that they were at around 2007, Um, and they also have some increased hotel inventory, so we think this will keep rates really reasonable for travelers heading there. Excellent. C makes the list. all the, we all know the politicians are out hitting the campaign trails this year and typically that kind of brings a bit of a hush over the city in terms of business being done unfortunately um, but it's good news for travelers because a lot of the business traveler focused hotels will have great rates and it should keep airfares fairly reasonable there as well
2: and as chicago is your hometown i call dc my hometown and uh... it's such a it's such a visitor friendly city city most of the museums are free not many people know that all the smithsonians are, uh, institution buildings and there are many are free it's a great place to go and then your third is in mexico
3: our third is riviera maya um, they have a large hotel infrastructure, so you probably know. I'm sure you've been to Rudy. There's so many choices, so many all-inclusive. Um, it's just a great destination. Um, but they're seeing a trend and a decline from their visitors from Europe in particular. So we think that they're going to be targeting a lot of these great deals towards U.S. travelers this year. So and that's such a quick hop down to Mexico um, and, you know, to, to go somewhere tropical and beautiful like that. It's only a, a flight that's about a few hours for most destinations in the U.S.
2: Gene, we only have about 30 seconds left, and I know you and I talked before the show. Let me just uh, tick off what uh, Orbitz is, is predicting for travel trends: more use of mobile conference uh, commerce. Excuse me, using our phone to make reservations, flash sales. You say the number of flash sale sites rose more than 350 percent between July of '09 to July of '11. That's a huge percentage.
3: And now all, you know, all the travel companies have flash sales as well. So uh, we think more people will be be looking for last-minute deals there.
2: Well, we will, and we thank you for joining us and alerting us uh, this weekend. Thanks, Janine. Thanks, Rudy. Janine Tornator is the uh, senior travel editor for orbits.com. You know the website. Uh, We'll be right back in just a moment. We're going to talk about uh, luxury hotels. Take trips, not chances. I have this dizzy feeling every time I get out of bed, like spinning. I don't know why. It's awful.
4: I get dizzy when I read or work
5: on the computer. I get lightheaded, walking down a hall or aisle. Or unsteady on my feet. I lose my balance and get a little motion sick. It's like vertigo. That dizzy feeling in a car, train, or airplane. It's awful. An inner ear problem.
4: Most likely, your vestibular
5: system. Now, there's Zyvestra. An amazing, fast-acting... Dual-action tabs and targeted cream. You rub behind your ear. Behind your ear. And it works in an advanced, homeopathic way to Relieve dizziness. It relieves that vertigo feeling. That dizzy feeling gone.
4: Zyvestra is amazing. No more suffering from dizziness and queasiness.
5: Wake up with better balance. Call right now for your risk free trial of Zyvestra. Call 1 800 304 1684. 800 304 1684. Stop the dizziness. Call 800 304 1684. That's 800 304 1684. If you're like me, you have personal belongings
0: that you hold dear. Belongings you can't live without. It's precisely why GEICO makes it easy to get renter's insurance for a really low rate. Renters can protect all their personal belongings for as little as $12 a month. What belongings do I old dear? This karaoke machine and my vinyl record collection. You fancy a tune? Nah, I shouldn't. All right, then. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World.
2: Eighteen minutes after the hour, hey, one of America's best-known chefs is closing his famous Chicago restaurant, Charlie Trotter of the restaurant that bears his name there, says he's hanging up his apron and whisk to travel the world. Now, see, I can get behind that. I like that. I like that. He also says he's returning to college to study philosophy and political theory. Trotter is 52. He's run his restaurant for 25 years. My goodness, he opened it at age 27, and he plans to close the door in August. So if you've always wanted to eat at Charlie Trotter, a great destination restaurant in Chicago, you got to August to do it. He's won a James Beard Award 10 times, and he says he plans to open a new restaurant when he completes his master's degree right after he sees the world. Speaking of seeing the world, Peter Tarlow is the president of Tourism and More in College Station, Texas. He's a Uh, a prominent speaker on the topics of travel and tourism. He has a free newsletter. I'll tell you how to sign up for that at at some point. And he recently wrote an article about the rise in luxury travel, uh, specifically hotels, as I recall. Uh, Peter, has been on the show before, and it's nice to have you back. Peter, how are you?
5: Hi, how are you? It's good to hear from you.
2: Well, now, I said at the top of the show that if, if, if luxury travel is a leading economic indicator, then we as a whole are doing okay as a country. Is that a fair enough statement? No. Okay. <laughs> these are just lux- These <laughs> are just rich people.
5: Answer. Um, we are becoming, on some level, a bifurcated country, hmm. and that means that um, much of the middle class is uh, being decimated, so that you have an. Upper class, and I don't want to get, and this is not a one percenter, but people who can afford luxury travel, right. and then a large number of people who are doing less well. But luxury travel is a um, strong growth sector within the tourism industry, especially by people on business travel. Now, business travel is coming back from a few years ago.
2: Now, that's got to be a leading economic indicator of some sort.
5: Well, it's a leading indicator of the fact that um, people are beginning to. Uh, allow themselves to start talking to each other, and not all the computer-based meetings have been as successful as people thought they might be. So that it's an indicator not necessarily that the economy is turning around, I think that would be a mistake, but rather that it may be more efficient to send people uh, across the ocean to have face-to-face meetings than to just use email and uh, computer-based meetings. Now, the computer-based people won't like me saying that, but that's
2: well, it the also reality. it also indicates a loosening of purse strings by companies to allow people to stay at maybe a one you know one step up better hotel, doesn't it?
5: They do, yes. And the other part of that is that a lot of people were refusing to travel. I mean, there, there was two sides to it. One was the loosening of purse strings, but the other side to that is that you had a, a lot of uh, pushback by people saying, "I don't want to go. I, I I don't care what it is. I don't want to do it." Now, the other part of it is, I think we have to, is that there's certain parts of the world uh, where luxury travel has especially uh, gone up is in the Middle East and in Asia, which does have somewhat of an economic boom. Uh, you don't see as much of that in the United States or Europe.
2: Mm. But you So, mean, with, so yeah. even within the United States, business travelers, you feel companies are still saying, you stay at the three-star property, not the four, buddy.
5: Well, probably at the four, not the five.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right well, well, but but for a while it was all three or nothing right
5: and uh, you're right absolutely and and we are doing better in that sense uh, but for example, if you're looking at the airlines that are really pushing the luxury travelers uh, the Asian airlines or sure. uh, some of the Middle Eastern airlines, I noticed, for example, that um, El Al the Israeli airline are between because there's so much business traffic between uh, Tel Aviv and China just up there. Uh, uh, their um uh, uh, up in the, the, the category from just business travel to first class ah, and so they so had to put in a first class section because of business travel, but ninety percent of those people are business travelers.
2: Now, I know in the hotel world, average room rates are creeping up, but they're still, I understand, not anywhere where they were back you know, three or four years ago in the good old days. That's right. Even in the luxury side. There's sector. been a
5: slight amount of inflation. Yep. The other side of that is that while they have crept up, people are also demanding more of hotels. And so, one of the things I think you have to be very careful of is if you nickel and dime people, they begin to resent it. So, if you go to a five star hotel and then they charge you $18 for the use of email, people are resenting that. They they would don't mind paying the fee, they mind paying the add ons. And that's gonna be a real threat to the hotel industry because the hotel industry recently started putting on these little add ons like airlines and they may see a huge pushback.
2: My guest is Peter, Dr. Peter Tarlo. He's the president of Tourism and More. Excuse me, Tourism and More, headquartered in College Station, Texas. He speaks widely on the subject of tourism and recently wrote a piece called "Cashing in on the Luxury Travel Market." Yeah, I, I do notice that finally, finally, Peter, uh, five, you know, luxury hotels are starting to not charge extra for the internet they're building into the price of the room or whatever but I'm happy for it and I know other people are but you're right there are still resort fees and 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 certainly high taxes imposed by various uh and that's c- cities
5: something when when people argue that the uh tourism industry or the tourist does not pay taxes that's a lie no, uh, of course you pay they pay huge taxes on airlines i'm leaving today for portugal and uh, there's a large part of my ticket is in Uh, federal taxes. Every time you stay at a hotel, it's 14 to 18 percent. That's going right into the city. And so, yes, every tourist is paying taxes.
2: Well, because tourists can't vote, so city council folks go, hey, let's tax hotel room nights because those people are transient. They're not going to throw me out of office. Uh, They can't do anything about it. Same with rental car taxes. Not
5: only do you tax them, then you claim they don't pay taxes.
2: Right. And then there's rental car taxes, for goodness sake, to build oh. stadiums. And <laughs> Every time
5: I rent a car, I'm shocked at how much extra I pay. But the bottom line is that there is a good market in the luxury travel if you do it smartly. Now, the other thing we're seeing and the other trend is that there are people taking less um, midtime vacations and waiting to wait maybe two years and then to have a really pampered vacation.
2: You mean the, the, the getting away for three days on the weekend thing is cooled off?
5: quilled cooled off a little bit. I've noticed as I've been speaking around the country, people are saying, well, this year we're not going to take weekend travels. We're going to be taking one nice week vacation, and we're putting our money to we want to be pampered. We want a really nice vacation, and we're going to spend less money on other things. So it doesn't mean the economy in that sense is improving. It means that there's a redistribution of what people want. And part of that is also with with an older group that doesn't want to be – Having their kids and five other people in the room at the same time. All right, Peter, I'm going to do something here.
2: I'm going to do something here. I'm going to anoint you dictator of travel for at least for North America, okay? Okay. I mean, I know you would, if you had a magic wand and you were the dictator of travel, you would, for example, decrease taxes on rental cars and hotels. You would force cities to say, come on, you know, tax your own citizens. This is, you know, for your. Football stadium instead of out-of-towners. What you, hit the,
5: you hit the nail on the head, but, absolutely. Um, what
2: else I would, would you do? Increasing
5: taxes and I'd make people much more appreciative of how much revenue the tourism industry generates for this country.
2: What else would you do, though, as dictator of travel? What dictator would you tell of us travel. as citizens, your, as your one, subjects? One of the things
5: I think I would do is certainly get rid of the nickel and dime, be it on um, airlines or be it in hotels or anything else. Let's set a, a fair price and let people know what that cost is going to be not hidden costs i was recently in a hotel and all of a sudden they said well um you used the gym once we didn't bother to tell you but that's eighteen dollars i said going "To go on a treadmill for half an hour you've charged me eighteen dollars she said oh yeah i said well you didn't tell me she said no we don't tell you we just charge you what
2: I, what, where, what city pay. was this in
5: it was in the Caribbean. Now, the Caribbean is losing market share exactly because of that. People are have been shying away from the Caribbean because of poor service, because of um, high prices, and poor tourism security. So the three things I would do is I would push for having a TOPS unit, a tourism-oriented policing uh, unit in every major tourism city so the police understand what the tourist is and how to work with him or her. I would be working on um, helping, making sure we provide the best customer service possible, and I would be um, working very carefully to make sure that we don't overcharge. We, that doesn't mean we shouldn't make a profit. It means that we have to make a fair profit.
2: Well, I think there are many ski resorts in North America that would also like you to, to mandate some snow.
5: Oh, uh, yes. I don't think that one I could do. <laughs> That's in God's realm, not in mine. <laughs> all
2: right, now, if you are as interested in tourism as Peter Tarlow and I are, uh, I feel very, very sorry for you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, if you're in the business and you're listening to Peter now and would like to subscribe to his uh, newsletter, newsletter, it's called Tourism and More, all one, all three words, tourismandmore.com. Uh, Important tourism, well, the it, website is Tourism it, and More. That's where you sign up, right?
5: Yeah. You can sign up at ptarlow.com at tourismandmore.com Or you can go to my website, which is www.tourismandmore.com.
2: Okay, so Tourism More is a site to hear, read more of Peter's writing. He's a very prolific writer, very prolific speaker. We're delighted to have him on. Have a great trip to Portugal this weekend, Peter. Thank
5: you. I got to run, get, take a shower, and get off to the airport so I can pay some more taxes.
2: I was just gonna say you can pay fees. You'll maybe pay that three dollars for the uh, carbon emission taxes. You, you hit now. i Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. We'll be right back. We're gonna talk a little about winter and ski and snowboard month when we return. Stick around.
0: Intrigued by Cliff Nichols? It's simple. After gasping at the
5: Cliffs of Moor, too exhausted to talk, one starts listening to the chronicles of the locals in Cork, known for spinning a good yarn. Bring a fresh pot of tea, because in a land famous for its wool, the yarn can last all night. Cliffs of Moor, Cork, <laughs> Chronicles. Cliff Nichols. Flex that mouth and brace those ears. Take a vacation from the typical vacation. Discoverireland.com
3: Find great value vacation offers at discoverireland.com
0: As a proud father of five daughters, I knew someday the wedding bells would be ringing, ringing my wallet dry. So in order to save some money, I decided that all of their special days would be on the same day.
4: I can't believe this. Can't believe what? I've been engaged for 10 years waiting for you. It's
3: only because you took the first one to come along. Take that back. Justin's a good girls, man.
0: Girls, girls, this is no
5: time to bicker. It's go time, ladies. There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.
0: participate in the program call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to rudymaxa.com. Here's Rudy
2: Maxa, 33 after the hour. Nice to have you here this uh, January weekend now. If you've watched television and you see skiers, professional skiers and snowboarders going down mountainsides at 180 miles an hour, you know, it can be an intimidating sport. I know I tried skiing once when I was in high school on the East Coast and I didn't know the difference between blue ice and snow And I was on blue ice as it turns out and I didn't try it again until I was about 34 35. I now love skiing but uh, let me tell you, I was put off by it and maybe you're in the same uh, situation I'm in. Well, here to help is Mary Jo Tarallo. She is the director of Learn to Ski and Snowboard Month and it is Learn to Ski and Snowboard Month and I've just been looking at the website. We're going to talk about that in just a moment with her but uh, Mary Jo, am I the only one who maybe had a bad experience or basically was just intimidated and put off by professional skiers and you look at it and you go, I can't do that. That's ridiculous.
4: Well, Rudy, you know, a lot of people have the same reaction you do, and and like you, I started skiing when I was in high school, too. Fortunately, I had a pretty good experience at a local ski area near where I grew up, which was only about a 200-foot vertical, which is not very (laughs) high. Uh, And I just fell in love with it from the beginning, but uh, watching it on television sometimes can be very intimidating. There are very few people that can fly down a mountain at 180 miles an hour, so don't feel bad.
2: But let me say something. Um, when I moved here to Minnesota a few years ago, I learned that Lindsay Vaughn, a skier who's just, in fact, just this weekend, she won a big deal over in Europe, uh, that Lindsey Vaughn began skiing here in Minnesota, which is mainly flat. There are, those, you know, there are a couple hills, and I use the word hills in quotes, that sound like the one you learned on. So she learned on these little hills and has grown up to be a world champion. So it's possible that no matter how modest uh, the offerings in your area are, you can do well.
4: Well, that's exactly right. She actually started skiing at the age of three at Buck Hill, which is the ski area that you're referring to in, in Minnesota. And, you know, the thing is, when you're just starting out, you don't really need a, a big hill. You know, the, 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 <laughs> right. the terrain beginners start on is pretty flat. And uh, the, the the ski areas really take good care of that part of the mountain because they want people to have a good time. So you don't have to be too terribly intimidated today with the equipment that is so much better than it used to be. Uh, the learning curve is a lot shorter than it ever has been,
2: and we should put snowboarding in as well with skiing. I don't mean to just confine it to skiing because I'm a skier. Now, your site, and let me just give the website. I'll do it again when I say goodbye to you. But it's skiandsnowboardmonths.org. .org, uh, That's correct. Has uh, has a really impressive array of pages dedicated to first timers who might want to just start with be it kids or adults and also an impressive if you click on the top on the home page to feature it and and choose tickets and passes a pretty impressive array of deals for ski lift tickets but mainly lessons what's going on this month vis-a-vis uh, ski and snowboard lessons
4: well, ski and snowboard lessons are being offered all over the country by a wide array of, of ski and snowboard areas, uh, from very small places like the Buck Hills of the world. I happen to learn at a place uh, called Oregon Ridge, uh, to major mountains like Vail Resorts and Aspen and, and places in Utah. And what's happening here is the ski industry and the snowboard industry has gotten together with all of its various organizations and businesses, and they've dedicated January to providing people with with a, a break on the price. Some, some of them are free. Uh, right now this week, New Hampshire, for example, has a whole week of lessons that are that are free. You have to make arrangements in advance. Uh, to very reasonably priced packages, which typically consists of the lift ticket, the rental equipment, and the lesson. It's usually an hour and a half lesson. So that is the typical package. And they start off, like we said before, on a very basic level, just getting used to the equipment is kind of step one, and, and finding your way around the hill, having equipment on that you're not accustomed to. So they start at a very, very basic level. And the information that we have on our website is really intended to give people some information before they even get to the hill so they won't be intimidated and they can find the, their way around.
2: I'm looking, for example, at Smuggler's Notch, a well-known resort in Vermont. Uh, tw- mm-hmm. uh, th- almost every day this month except a couple weekend days, $29 for a snowboard lesson that 61% off the normal price, and then right. uh, is 41% off the lift ticket uh, as well. I mean, th- I-, I know this is, can be an expensive sport, but for, at least for this month, at many of these places, it's a whole lot cheaper, 60% perhaps less than it was uh, you know, this time last year.
4: Well just about every every uh, venue in Vermont is offering that $29 deal either for skiing or snowboarding and there are deals like that all over the country and frankly you know I think a lot of people think and think that skiing is too expensive or snowboarding is too expensive but the majority of people usually once they have the their equipment go fairly close to where they live and so once you have your setup it, it, it really isn't as expensive as a lot of people think and some areas areas are even uh, providing what they call flex tickets. So if you want to buy a four-hour period, you can do that, and you can go at any time of the day. So they're becoming much more flexible in what is being offered to the public now than, say, 10 years ago.
2: All right. I'm going to suggest, I want to give this website again, because if you've been thinking about learning to ski or snowboard, this is the month to do it. Go to the website, Learn, excuse me, the website is called, um, I just lost my page here. Go, you give it to me because you work there for goodness sake. Go ahead, Mary Jo.
4: It's, it's skiandsnowboardmonth.org. And uh, the thing we're trying to stress with people, Rudy, during this month, and, and all year long for one thing, uh, for another thing, is you, you really should take lessons from instructors. Pr- no professionally question. trained instructors.
2: I wish somebody had told and me that when I was in high kids. school.
4: Exactly. <laughs> hey, Mary Jo,
2: thank you for joining us.
4: Sure,
2: thank you. Again, it's SkiAndSnowboardMonth.org. Look for discounts in your state. They're all over the country. Stick around. We'll be right back about talking about Philly cheesesteaks.
0: Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at RudyMaxa.com. Get in the zone. Use your tax refund to do those auto repairs you've been putting off. At AutoZone, we can help make your refund go a long way. From brakes to engines, AutoZone has the quality parts, low prices, and expert advice to help you get your car back in top working order. So don't put it off any longer. Come to AutoZone today and put your tax refund to work before those small repairs become big ones, because parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone!
5: AutoZone. I have this dizzy feeling every time I get out of bed, like spinning. I don't know why it's awful. I get dizzy when I read or work on the computer. I get lightheaded, walking down a hall or aisle. Or unsteady on my feet. I lose my balance and get a little motion sick. It's like vertigo. That dizzy feeling in a car, train, or airplane. It's awful. An inner ear problem.
4: Most likely your vestibular
5: system. Now there's Zyvest
4: an amazing, fast-acting...
5: Dual-action tabs and targeted cream you rub behind your ear. Behind your ear. And it works in an advanced, homeopathic way to relieve
4: dizziness. It relieves that vertigo feeling.
5: That dizzy feeling, gone.
4: Zyvestra is amazing. No more suffering from dizziness and queasiness.
0: Wake up with better balance. Call right now for your risk-free trial of Zyvestra. Call
5: 1-800-304-1684. 800-304-1684. Stop. the dizziness call 800-304-1684 that's 800-304-1684
0: my wife's monthly trip to the beauty salon was really adding up I mean between dyeing her roots and trimming the dead ends we were going dead broke so to save some money I'm cutting it for her while she sleeps
4: don't wake up yet
0: go to sleep go to sleep you're almost gorgeous
5: Oh, she is going to love this. There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car
0: insurance. Does your furnace need repair? Your house need cleaning? Or maybe you're ready to update your kitchen or bath, big or small. Whatever your home improvement needs, log on to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Service Magic is a free online resource with instant access to top-rated remodelers, maids, handyman, roofers, and many other home contractors. Go to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. It's quick, it's free, and there's no obligation. Visit homebuild411.servicemagic.com.
2: Take trips, not chances. 43 after the hour. Hey, if you go to Medjet and sign up for something, use the code Maxa, M-A-X-A, either on the phone or on the website. I think you'll get a discount. 43 minutes after the hour. You know, sometimes you just wake up and you need a Philly cheesesteak. You know, How often have you had that feeling? Well, I thought we'd go to the source. Craig LeBan. Am I pronouncing your last name correctly, Craig? You got it, Rudy. Oh, thank goodness! Is the uh, uh, the restaurant critic for the Philadelphia Inquirer, the dominant paper in Philadelphia, and over the years he's written—I uh, know at least one, maybe even two, maybe more—stories on what makes a great Philly cheesecake and where to get them. And I invited him on because, as I say, sometimes you just wake up and want a Philly cheesecake. Uh, Craig, uh, first, first of all, what makes a good, what makes a classic Philly cheesecake?
1: Excuse well, me, cheesecake, cheesecake. St- cheese I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, classic Philly cheesesteak. I mean, first of all, you need the basic ingredients. You need good meat. You need a good crusty roll. You need cheese, melted cheese, of course, and you need onions. Uh, you know, this is known in uh, cheesesteak parlance as wit or without. And they, say, it just means with onions or without. Because if you ask what, what they're talking about, then they send you to the back of the line at a lot of the places in South Philadelphia. Can, so can basically show- you've got... Meat, onions, cheese, and a roll.
2: Can we talk a little uh, about but, that cheese?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, tourists have come to think of the Philly cheesesteak as having a uh, cheese whiz. Right. Uh, this sort of otherworldly sort of nuclear yellow ooze that you uh, that passes for cheese as a cheesesteak in Lure. But locals would never be caught dead eating uh, cheesesteak with um, cheese whiz. Uh, most locals, if you're going to go for something kind of soft and oozy, go for American cheese. But real um, sort of aficionados, people who are hardcore about their cheesesteaks, I think they tend towards the sharper cheeses like a provolone, sharp provolone. And uh, and this is because, you know, the whole cheesesteak tradition comes out of the, the South Philadelphia Italian um, kitchen basically and so you know the sharp provolone is definitely you know the sort of the extreme uh, cheesesteak lovers uh, cheese of choice
2: but can you as a as a visitor to philadelphia if you walk somewhere into any place in philly and order a cheesesteak are you guaranteed to get real cheese or might you indeed only have an option of cheese whiz or whatever
1: you know most most of the places will at least offer you the option of upgrading to American cheese. Okay. But uh, you know the thing. The thing is, and this is this is probably true of a lot of great street foods around the whole world. There are a handful of uh, purveyors of cheese sticks that people know, and these are, of course, the ones that do it the worst. I'm <laughs> talking about the famous places, Pats and Gino's and Jims, really? which is South Philadelphia, which have. Lines of tourists, you know, 24 hours a day, sometimes at 2, 3 in the morning, stretching out the front door. And these are, these are you know, catered to tourists primarily, as well as inebriated uh, college kids, you know, uh, heading out after, after the clubs.
2: All right, so give us a couple, two or three names of places we ought to put on our, our bucket list.
1: Absolutely. You first of all, you're probably going to need a car to get some of these. This is one of the sort of unfortunate truisms that you cannot find a truly great cheesesteak in in the convenience of Center City. Unfortunately, wow. you need to go to South Philadelphia. And the my all-time favorite and best is John's Roast Pork. John's Roast Pork is a little shack in deep, in deep South Philadelphia, um, down on Snyder in front, and it's been there for 80 years. They started as a roast pork. Uh, Shack and then they made roast pork and roast beef, which are the precursors to the cheese stick. And uh, John's is a mom and uh, is a mom and son operation. Vonda is the mom, and John Jr. now runs it. These guys are so good; they've been they've been won awards from the James Beard Foundation, Gourmet magazine, and it's it's a place where all of Philadelphia comes together. You have mummers and. And executives and mobsters and visitors and everybody goes down there. And you sit out of these picnic tables underneath, underneath their portico, and you look out at sort of the um, the, the port of Philadelphia. And you can look back and see uh, see the skyline. And it's a beautiful place where everybody goes and they get a steak, a steak uh, Italian style with broccoli. With a, they don't do broccoli; they do spinach uh, and, and uh, sharp provolone. John's and roast do pork.
2: John's John's really now, we have about 15 seconds left. Just give us a name of another one.
1: Okay. Well, around the corner, you've got Tony Luke's, which is sort of the best, best of the biggies. Tony what? John's, Tony Luke's. Tony Luke's is under the I-95 overpass down in uh, South Philadelphia. And uh, Tony Luke's is uh, similar in scale to uh, Jim's or a Gino's, but they use real meat and real crusty rolls and
2: real flavor. All right. Well, there you have it from Craig LeBan, the Philadelphia Inquirer restaurant critic, John's Roast Pork and Tony Luke. Stay away from the big names and the big lines. This very helpful. Thank you, Craig. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Nice talking to you. Have a lovely weekend. Stick around. I'll be right back. Got some deals of the week for you.
0: segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com
2: Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm glad you are. I hope the new year has begun on the right foot for you. we got a lot of deals. This is the time of year when hotels are trying to get people to come back out again because we're all sort of suffering from, some of us are suffering from travel exhaustion over the Thanksgiving and December holidays. You know, at the top of the hour, I mentioned if you're anywhere near the north shore of uh, Minnesota, which means up on Lake Superior, uh, I talked to you about the ice bar that... Uh, uh, is is at the Grand Superior Lodge in the town of very small town of Two harbors, Minnesota. Well, they've got an ice bar package uh, as a deal. You get two nights of lodging. You'll get a platter of sushi served in the blue ice bar and a platter made of, naturally enough, ice. A set of oyster shooters served in a glass also made of ice. And a choice of hot or cold adult beverages at the ice bar. I hope that hot beverage is not served in ice. You'll get a king suite for a night for $237 or a regular lakeside lodge room for $177 a night. So $177 a night and you get your get a drink, get some oyster shooters and some sushi at the... Ice Bar, part of the Ice Bar package at Grand Superior Lodge. You can find details at GrandSuperior.com forward slash Ice Bar. Bringing it down to an urban uh, uh, setting, the Parker Meridian on 52nd Street in Manhattan. It's a lovely hotel. It just finished some major renovation, and to celebrate, as the hotel puts it, the banging of the last hammer... It's offering 20% off best available room rates until April 8th. I'm going to quote your rate. You'll be surprised for a mid-city, four-star, very, very nice hotel. I chose a uh, a random weekend in March, the 9th of March, checking in on a Friday, checking out on a Sunday, and came up with, I think, just a remarkable rate of $231 a night for New York. That is just that is just ridiculous for March in New York. Now you got to add 37 bucks a night for taxes, so that's what it's come to, 268. So I figured 270 dollars a night in a terrific. I mean, this is a beautiful hotel. I've stayed there many times on business and. And it, it, it's worth it's worth staying, and it's certainly worth 280 a night in New York. That's a great bargain. And don't forget to hunt out the secret restaurant that's behind a curtain off the lobby there at the Parker Meridian. You won't know it's there unless you ask someone, someone on the staff. They're said to serve the most incredible hamburgers, very popular with New Yorkers. You can go to starwoodhotels.com, choose New York on the homepage, and scroll down to Le Parker Meridian, New York. Le Parker Meridian. In New York. Now, I mentioned uh, we talked just about oh, 15 minutes ago with Mary Jo uh, Tarallo, the director of Learn to Ski and Snowboard Month, which we're in the start of the first week of. And I want to reiterate again this website. If you've had a hankering or you'd like to teach your kids to ski or snowboard, check out this site, skiandsnowboardmonth.org. On the homepage, if you click on Featured, there'll be a drop down box and click Tickets and Passes, and you will find in many, many states uh great deals Colorado Utah uh New England dozen about a dozen or more in New England New York and New Jersey snowboard deals Central and Southern California Lake Tahoe Northern Rockies Pacific Northwest uh the Midwest and uh, Mid Atlantic uh I just scrolled down very quickly and there are some resort names you will you will certainly recognize here from Sun Valley in uh, Utah to uh uh as I mentioned uh, during the interview to uh Resorts in such as Smugglers Notch in Vermont and Lost Valley. Anyway, deals are like twenty nine dollars for lessons and half price or more off off lift tickets. Really, a great month to take that first step if you want to learn to ski or snowboard. And again, um, uh, Lindsay Vonn. Uh, I think I said she just won something in Austria. She came in first, but she's maintained her first rank position um, uh, as a skier. Uh, So she uh, learned on a very tiny hill, not far from where I'm broadcasting from now, called Buck Hill in Minnesota. And if you can learn to become a world-class skier starting on that hill, you can learn anywhere. So check that out. Um, She came in actually fourth in that race, but she maintained her number one position in her category of competition. Uh, So check it out. That website, again, is Learn to Ski and Snowboard Month. And if you want to go real upscale in the skiing department, check out the Waldorf Astoria in uh, Utah, in Park City. It's offering a 33% discount on rooms if you book by the end of this month. Now this is a very, very, is a five star, very luxurious. It's a, uh, Waldorf Astoria is the luxury brand for Hilton. It's pushing weekend stays at Park City, Utah though it says there are a limited number of weekend—excuse me, weekday nights on sales as well. I checked out a weekend stay for the last weekend in February on Friday or Saturday morning, I actually did it. Uh, Hopefully it will have snowed by the end of February or in in Utah. And I was quoted a rate of $584 a night plus a $25 resort fee. No question, that's expensive. But it's not as expensive as the regular night rate rate at the Park City Waldorf Astoria of $780. So— If you're a high roller, well, check out the Waldorf Astoria Park City. It awaits your arrival. You can find details at Hilton.com. We've got more winter stuff coming up in the next hour. Not entirely, but we are going to uh, talk about a different kind of fun in the snow, which is to say snowshoeing and cross-country skiing. We're also going to talk about taking a vacation where you're actually helping people, and it's a great way to get instantly involved in a community. And I'm also going to review the new Department of Transportation numbers on which airlines lose the most baggage and which ones are... Getting the most consumer complaints and are late most often. We'll check out the list of who's been naughty and nice in airlines coming up in the next hour. If your station's leaving us after this hour, will see you again next weekend, I hope, here in Rudy Max's world. If your station's sticking around well in six minutes, we'll be back. I'll have more deals, more interviews, and uh, I hope you'll be with me. Don't go away. We'll be back shortly.